0: Good morning everyone, everyone have a wonderful day, we continue where we left off, a Megillah, the first chapter, Ches Amid right on top, the Mishnah, again, all the Mishnahs till the end of the chapter, since he said there's no difference between the first Adar and the second Adar except, so now we're going through all many things where there's no difference between one and the other, like Shabbos and and Mm. and, uh, Yom Kippur and Shabbos, and now we learn if a person says, takes an oath that I will not benefit from my friend. Or he says, I will not eat from my friend. What's the difference? The difference is, Ella, the only difference between them is Are you allowed to step into his property? It's not food. But if, you're not, if, you, if you took an oath, you're not allowed to eat from your friend. So I'm allowed to cross his yard. But if you took an oath, you're not allowed to benefit from your friend. I'm not allowed to take a shortcut through his yard. I can't benefit from, from, from my friend. And the kalim Shin Echel Nefesh. Things that you don't use you don't use for cooking. So I'm allowed to borrow from him. If the oath was I'm not allowed to I'm not allowed to um eat I'm not allowed to eat from my friend. So anything anything that will help me lead me to eat, I'm not allowed to I'm not allowed to do. But here if I'm borrowing something that's not used for for cooking. So then, I'm allowed to. But if I took an oath that I'm not going to even benefit from him, then I would not be allowed to borrow anything from him. For example, I'm allowed to borrow clothing. I'm allowed to borrow uh, books. If I took another, I'm not going to benefit from my friend any shape, or way, shape, or form. Then I'm not allowed to borrow books. I can't borrow clothing. But if I took another, I'm not going to any. I'm not going to eat from my friend. I'm going to. Then I can borrow books. I can borrow clothing. The Gemara says, but if it's if it's utensils like uh, pots, pots and pans, or or, or a grill. So it so doesn't matter in both cases, whether you took an oath, you're not going to benefit from him in general. If you took an oath, you're not going to draw uh, uh, any food from him, then you would not be allowed to. Because it leads it leads to food. Even though you said you're not going to eat from him, I'm not eating, I'm, I'm borrowing a pot. But anything that will help you with the food, you're not allowed to um, take from your friend. And the doctrine clarifies, not only things that directly come in contact with the food, you would think only a pot. No, even a sieve, things that, that help you prepare the food, that you're not allowed to, anything associated with food that will help you eat, you're not allowed to borrow from. you can't go on his property. said, a girl, she. The person doesn't mind if you take a shortcut and you, you cut, cut across his property. This follows the opinion of Rabbi Leze, who says that even the small thing that people don't mind, someone who took an oath, you're not allowed to benefit from me. Not allowed, to even ben- even that benefit, you're not allowed. To. So even though it's something that a person is mevatir, he couldn't care less. It's not something, that, but nevertheless, the one who took an oath, you're not allowed to benefit. Not, even a small benefit, insignificant benefit, you're not allowed to. Even take a shortcut across this property. The next mission is not like mission. I mean a is What's the difference if I take an oath to the temple that I'm going to bring a sacrifice? Or I make an of a donation. What's the difference between an a, a neder, a oath and a donation? There's no difference. You have to keep both of them. You make a donation to the shul, you have to keep both of them. What's the difference? If you take an oath that I will commit myself to bring a sacrifice so even if the animal dies drops dead you're obligated you remain obligated to fulfill your oath you made a commitment you have to make sure to bring the sacrifice if one one dies two dies doesn't matter you have to make sure it gets done but if i volunteer that this animal i'm volunteering this animal is a sacrifice then i'm not responsible something happens to the animal i didn't commit myself i committed this animal I volunteered this animal. So if anything happens to the animal, I'm exempt. I don't. Right. I I've lived up to my bargain. The animal died, so I'm finished. But if I commit a nedim means I take a note. So I don't care what happens to the animal, so bring another animal. Make sure to fulfill your commitment. That's the mission. So Ali in Baltaches, there was a But regarding the prohibitioning and not allowed to delay, we learned this in, R- in Rosh Hashanah great length. Prohibition, you not know, remember the five, of the five opinions, when does le- Balta'achah kick in? After the first holiday, after the, 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 the two holidays, after three holidays, in which order of the three holidays? He says, but whatever it is, but there's, the, whenever the prohibition of delaying kicks in, one of the 613 uh, mitzvahs, 365 prohibitions, there was a shove in. If the animal is present, the animal you volunteer to bring as a sacrifice, you can't delay it. You have to bring it to the temple. might awesome. We learned over there, we learned in what is a A neder an oath is, he commits himself. It's upon me to bring a burnt offering. Volunteer means I volunteer this animal. This animal I'm going to bring. As a burnt offering, a What's the difference between a nether and a dove If it died or was stolen or was lost, you're responsible. It doesn't matter. You have to you have to replace it. You have to bring the sacrifice. But but if you volunteer this in particular animal for sacrifice, a burnt offering if they died in it they were stolen they were lost. you're not responsible. How do, then, How do we know this? The rabbis learn. And then, How do we know this? there's a difference in the and the dove? The rabbis learn. The that, that Hashem will, will, be, will find it pleasing to atone for him. Olaf. Olaf. A, a sacrifice that you took upon yourself. It's Olaf. It's on your shoulder. You took responsibility to bring. Then you're responsible. There's no obligation. You didn't take a commitment on yourself. I didn't commit myself. I committed this animal. Yes. So if it's all love, then you have to make sure then you have to make sure to bring it. It's a much bigger commitment. And that's why he says, Lakhaper, you have to make sure to make sure that there is an atonement. Since it's all love, since you took it upon yourself. So Lakhaper, you have to make sure that there is an actual atonement, whatever it takes to make sure that the 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 sacrifice is brought. But if it's not all of then you don't need it. the commentaries ask, it's a logical I mean it's logical. It makes sense. Why do you need a verse for this? It makes common sense. If I took it upon myself, I made a promise. I made a promise to Hashem, I'm going to bring a sacrifice. So I don't care, this animal died, bring another animal. Right. But if you volunteered, it's like you promised to the shul, I'm giving a donation of $18,000. You promised, doesn't matter, well, this money, something happens. so oh, bring another money. But if, I, if I'm donating a book to the shul, this book, if something happened to the book, <laughs> it's not here. So it's, it's common sense, but anyway. So that's something that's discussed amongst the, the commentaries. <laughs> It's an example.
1: My mashma, yeah,
0: right. My mashma. What's the proof? I read the Since he says a lie, it's upon me. Like he took it on his shoulders. He took. He took responsibility. Make sure that it happens. It gets done. Next mission is like the If a male has like a gonorrhea type of secretion, so if you see twice, if you see once is one thing, but if you see twice and you see three times, only the only distinction is a carbon. If you see once, then you only only impure for one day. But if you see twice or three times, then you have to, you need, you need seven days of purity but the difference is if it's twice you don't need to bring a sacrifice but if you see three times then in addition after the seven days of clean of being clean of, you need to bring a sacrifice in order to be able to eat from the sacred meat that's the Mishnah but, uh, yeah, of course, of course that's in all cases even if you see once but regarding the impurity that if you lie on something the zav, lies down on something even if he's not touching it let's say there's 10 mattresses and you're lying on the one on the top so the one on the bottom also becomes becomes a, mish- a or a mishka or you're sitting on a whole bunch of it on top and anything underneath it also becomes a mishav a seat that becomes a source of impurity with shiva and also you have to count seven clean days ever the both how do we know this because the rabbi says Shalish v'kadu tamay. The pasuk it says in the pasuk v'chiyter hazav mizeivay. Ish a person he is zav mi'psarde is zeivay It says twice a person will have a secretion, and zeivay then he becomes tamay. So it says twice twice there's two secretions, and he's called tamay. And then the tater says three times. Another pasik. This should be his impurity when he has a secretion. Three times the pasach says from his secretion. Three times and the tater calls him Tami. So what's the difference? He becomes Tami after two times, he becomes tummy after, after, after twice after three times. Okay, so what's the distinction between twice and three times? The distinction is that after two times you become impure. A full-fledged impurity. So much so that you can make the bed and the seat that you sit on, even if you don't touch it, it that itself, they themselves now become sources of impurity. But, But you don't have to bring a sacrifice. You need seven clean days, but you don't have to bring a sacrifice on the eighth day. But after three times, in addition, you also have to bring a sacrifice. So you might ask, why don't you say, let's say, maybe
1: they're
0: entirely different. After twi- two times you become impure, but you don't bring a sacrifice. After three times you have to bring a sacrifice, but you don't become impure like a, like twice. You, become, you're, you have the same impurity if you see once. If you see once, you have the impurity of someone who had a, a nocturnal emission. Well, you're intimate with your wife you become impure just for one day and it's not a severe impurity you don't make the, the bed that you lie on or the seat that you sit on or you don't make that a source of impurity so your mother says you can't say that why not? because amrit actually you can't get to three before you get to two so if you're saying two you become impure what happened to that impurity it suddenly leaves you now that you saw a third time
1: much less hope.
0: That makes no sense. You're already impure. Mm-hmm. You're just adding a sacrifice. Yeah, it's hard. You have to understand what, what was the mother's even true. thought or what's even the question. It so, seems so simple. Yeah. So you know, what it says, Why don't you say, Maybe. Maybe if you see twice you have to bring a sacrifice but you don't have that severe impurity in addition to a sacrifice aflutum. All the more so. All the more yeah, you become more Tommy but but maybe even two is a sacrifice, two and three are sacrifices, but three you add a severe impurity. I don't think so. It doesn't make sense. Why not? The tanda. It says that the Kohen will atone for him, in front of Hashem, from his secretion. Mix a maybe mixes up in carbon. meaning some zavin bring a sacrifice, and some do not bring a sacrifice. How is this? Ro sholesh maybe Three you do bring. maybe. But if only twice, then you don't bring a sacrifice. Oh yeah, perhaps not so. Ro maybe. Ro Maybe if you see twice, you bring. Okay, you're right, you proved your point. Mi means sometimes yes, sometimes not. Okay, maybe the t- excluding ones, not ones, clearly you don't bring a sacrifice. But Mizrahi comes to say that even if you see more than ones, Sometimes you do bring, sometimes you don't bring. If you only see twice, you don't bring a sacrifice. If you bring three times. I want to say the opposite. If you see twice, you do bring a sacrifice. If you see three times, you don't bring a sacrifice. It makes no sense. You're saying absolutely Say, you, you can't get the three before you see two. So if two becomes obligated to bring the sacrifice, you don't suddenly become exempt when you see three. So therefore, the difference between the distinction from two and three as the Torah tells, that tells clearly that about it's in relation y- to a sacrifice y- uh, when well, the Torah says there, twice Tomei and then three times tongue tongue the distinction is know, that after two times you have all paid. the laws of impurity all it's the strictness the of impurity You need seven days of, cli- of, 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 of cleanliness but you don't have to bring a sacrifice three times in addition on top of everything else you have to bring a
1: sacrifice it's made for us to transform that reality.
0: I need both I need the pasach that Rabbi Simoy Simo points out. One pasach says twice secretion and then the pasach says you're impure. And one pasach, one verse says after three times secretion, it says you're impure. So I need that verse to teach me the distinction between two and three. And I need the verse that he said, Mi that there's a distinction between one and the other. If Rabbi Simo, then. Yes, I know there's a distinction, but I wouldn't know what the distinction is. Maybe both, after twice, after three times, you bring the sacrifice. The difference is regarding the severity of the impurity. After three times, only then do you become considered so severely impure that you impart that impurity in anything you, you lie down, a bed or a chair. So that's, that's why you need a pasuk of mizayvah. Combational Mizoiva. If it said Mizaiva, yes, I would know there's a distinction between one Zav and the other. But lay down the Kamadias, I don't know how many. Is it two, three, four, five? I mean so that's why you need combasional and rabbisimboy. So, that was tells me, teaches me from the Pasik that the top, one verse says, after two times, two secretions, you become impure. And the other verse says, after three times, you become impure. So, that tells me there's a difference between two and three. And what is the difference? And so the Pasik says, regard relating to the sacrifice, that's the difference. After twice, you don't bring the sacrifice. And after two, three times, you do bring the sacrifice. The mother continues, and now the Russia. If, he's saying, Mizaveh comes to expound and to teach us the distinction that not all Zavs are the same. So, how are you going to expound the verse that says that when the Zav becomes purified from his secretion, and he counts seven clean days, and he should, he should wash his clothes in the mikveh, in living water, a mikveh that's, uh, wellspring, it becomes pure. What does Mizu come to teach us? Uh-huh. I need to teach me. Tanya, i You would think that as soon, as soon as the the secretion stops, as soon as the secretion stops, you can start, start counting as seven clean days. You don't have to go to the mikvah before Easter, before the counting of the seven clean days. So first, so first the yitir as a sheyiftzik. First thing it teaches me the sheyiftzik When do you have to go to? The, when do you start counting the seven clean days? Once the secretion stops, mizave. What does it come to teach me? Mizave v'loy mizave and in other words, if a person is both has gonorrhea and he also has <laughs> leprosy, and he stopped, the secretion star, but he's still a leper, so you would think maybe I have to wait. I can't count, I can't cleanse myself from the impurity of his love until I'm completely clean from any impurity. That's what he says, no, it doesn't matter. As long as you. you clean, you stop your secretion, you can, deal, you can deal with that alone, even though you're still impure from your, from your leprosy. You can count seven clean days. And then, the moment he becomes cured from his leprosy, he can go to the mikveh. He doesn't have to start counting seven clean days. That's what he says. You can start counting right away even though you're still impure. You have a different impurity. You don't have to wait till you're completely pure from any any Anything and maybe only then start counting the seven clean days. That's what the positive says. As long as he's clear, he stopped the secretion, he can immediately start counting seven clean days. Now it won't help him because he still remains impure from the leprosy. But the moment he becomes clear from leprosy, he goes to the mikvah and he's good to go. <coughs> Good to go for what? He can't go back to the from, from contaminating it's the bed and, and the chair. Yeah. Right, yeah, he right. can't can no, eat, like from, he can eat right. from the s- well, sacred well, meat.
1: But, but
0: it depends how many times he saw. If yeah. he saw twice, yeah. or if he saw three times. If he saw yeah. twice, he's good to go for everything. He yeah. can even eat the sacred meat. Uh, but uh, if he's yeah. three times, that, yeah, then he has to bring a carbon. But he's still yeah. impure. For, he's the pure time. now from, from uh, that severe impurity. Okay. And then he'll count seven clean days for for his leprosy. And after seven clean days, then he has to shave again, and, and he go to the mikveh again, and then he has to bring a sacrifice for the leprosy. And uh, if he but but and if he saw three times the gonorrhea, then he has, to, he has to he has to he has to bring a karmi. But at least immediately, as soon as he's cured from his leprosy, he's finished with with that impurity of his ov. and the with the safe with the safa on his account what does misover with safa it says misover with safa his account limel comes to teach me alza with the deed is that once with the same with since it says misover with safa it says right next together so the Uphus comes to teach us that if he saw twice Ganoriyah <laughs> <the, the, coughs> he has to count seven clean days. Just like if he sees three times. He says, Yiter says twice, twice secretion. And we suffer you have to count. So it comes to teach me that after seeing twice you have to count seven clean days. If you see once you only count one day. You're like a Balkari. You had a nocturnal emission. You're intimate. <coughs> But if you see twice, then you have to count seven clean days. The only distinction is you don't have to bring the sacrifice.
1: <laughs>
0: it. It's like a a priori, It's logically compelling. Why do I need a pasuk that one? Since I already know about Tumma. the tumi, we already had a verse. It says in the verse: after seeing two secretions, you become impure with the full severity of the impurity, that you make the bed and the, and the, and the, and the, and the uh, chair also now become a source of impurity, even if you don't uh, touch it. So if after twice you become completely, tell me that you have this severe impurity, how much more so, that you have to count seven clean days? Why do I need a Pasach to tell me, Zav Mizeve And and uh, after twice you count? It says, we continue inside B, 8b. No, I wouldn't know it. That logic, yeah, it sounds logically compelling, but I can refute that logic. The proof is, a woman, a woman who sees, who sees, who sees blood. Not in the time of a nida, a he sees blood. Yes. Not in the time of menstruation. The eleven days between the seven days. It's called a zavaktanu. So she has all the impurities of a, of a but nevertheless she doesn't have to count seven clean days into the Swedish shiva. So if at altisma, don't, want, don't 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 be bewildered and don't wonder. Even though the Passoc taught me that if you see if a man has two uh, uh, secretions of gonorrhea, he has to. No, it's not a regular emission. That's a balkedi. Gonorrhea is like an illness. It's not a, it flows, it's not the same like a, a kedi, like a, an emission.
1: It's different. But if
0: he, if you see it twice, two secretions, and the Tatar t- told me a tummy, but I still don't know that you have to count seven clean days. Maybe it's like a woman who sees, not in the time, sees blood, not in the time of menstruation, and she has all the full severity of impurity without the, the, the obligation to count seven clean days.
1: Just one day. So maybe here's, here's the same thing.
0: That's why I need the Pasuk to tell me. To teach me that even by even... If it's only it's not three times, it's only twice, nevertheless we suffer limit that even if you see twice, you have to count. not only do you have all the severe impurities, you become severely impure, but you also have to count seven days. by Maisishhnheim it says in two different verses. The first verse, it says, we say it comes to exclude, it comes to minimize. That not everyone brings a sacrifice, only some, only if you see three times. In this case, you say, it's coming to add. that That even... Even, even mm-hmm. if it's only um, you don't see the full three times, you only see twice mm-hmm. you also have to count seven
1: clean
0: days. Mm-hmm. If you're going to say over maybe that mis in other words, he's asking, he wanted to say the same thing. That when they have to count seven clean days, only mis-over. Only some cases. Just like you said by the sacrifice. It said you have to bring a sacrifice, it comes to Not every zone. Not every case. Only in some cases. If you see three times, not twice. Want to say the same thing here. When do you have to count? Seven clean days. Only in some cases, if you see three times and not twice. So I buy your answer if that's the case, the tailor doesn't have to tell me anything. If the tailor would be quiet and say anything, I wouldn't even entertain a thought that maybe if you see twice you have to count seven clean days, that the tailor has to exclude and say you shouldn't. Why would I think? I would say it's the same as the woman. A woman who sees blood not in her time, even though she's, she's, she's severely impure, but, but she doesn't have to count seven clean days. So too, even though the tailor taught me that a, a man has, has secretions, after twice, he does become severely impure. But I wouldn't even think that he would have to count. It doesn't mean he has to count seven clean days. So the tater should say nothing. And I would know, You only count seven clean days after three times. since the tater has to, is adding a word mizayva, I have to say, it's not coming to exclude, it's coming to add. that even a case of twice, if two times, you also have to count seven clean days. If you're going to say, without this word, you can learn it. It's not so. Like we, said, like we said earlier. That the woman will prove the point. That even if you have a severe impurity. It doesn't mean that you have to. You have to count seven clean days. So therefore I need a possibility. If you want to say. I still need it. The other thing that you learn from it. That means the Torah has to t- teach me that even though you're still impure because of your leprosy, but as long as you're impure, pure, your secretion stopped, you can, you can start counting seven clean days. And how's that going to help you? You're still impure. Because the moment your leprosy stops, you can go to the mikveh and you're free from that severe impurity.
1: Of, 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 a, of a
0: Zav. Okay, if that's the case, Lichtiv <laughs> Should have said, when this Zav
1: purifies, <laughs> He
0: doesn't have to add misoive. So since he adds the word mizova from a secretion it's coming to teach me in this case not to exclude it's coming to add that even if you see twice you have to so, so why why does the mizove so comes to teach me the limit that the uh, Zov, after two secretions coming to add, also has to count seven seven days.
1: <laughs> the
0: commentaries say, Mi zove, logically means the simple word comes to exclude. That's why in the case of the sacrifice, we say simply, even though here we prove that Mi zove comes to add. But so here we have no choice. But wherever we have a choice, simply the word "misave sum, comes to only some cases, not all cases. So that comes to teach me in the case of the sacrifice that only sums of only some secretions. If it happens three times, then you have to bring a sacrifice. If it happens twice, you don't have to bring a sacrifice. The next mission is a Mishnah. mission. There's no difference between when someone comes to the Koyin, he's a leper, the Koyin locks him up. This is the first, uh, the first uh, quarantining. <laughs> That's the source of quarantining. You lock him up
1: um, for seven days, and then
0: he has to the to check, check on him. Did it spread? And then, if it establishes that it spread, or there's other signs of of, of a leprosy, then you you uh, you confirm that he's a leper, and then he has to remain in quarantine until he's cured. That's called a mukhl. It's decided already. It's decided that he is definitely a leper. Mukhlat, mugh. mukhlat. It's decided. Versus muska, you lock him up because we're still determining. We have to determine, so we have to isolate him. Priya prima. The difference is, at once, it's, you're ready to clear the So then, you have to priya prima. You have to let you let your hair grow and, you have, to, and you, have to, you have to cover yourself and, and you, have to, you have to rip your clothing like someone who's in mourning but someone who's locked up to determine whether he's a he's a, a, a or not he does not have to he does not have to let his hair grow and he doesn't have to rip his clothing then the mission continues What if after seven days, the first seven days, or if he's locked up another seven days, the the Kayin, there's no change, it didn't didn't spread, it doesn't show show any of the other signs of Metzairah, so then he's let free, but once he's locked up and he's determined to be a Metzairah, then he has to cure. He has to heal. So what's the difference between the two? If, he beca- if he's sent home, if he's pure, from the first lockup, when he's, when he's, before it's determined, before it's decided, he doesn't have to shave his head, he doesn't have to bring the birds, the Besamigdash. But if it's after, he's already been declared a Mitzayat leopard, And then he waits until he heals. Then when he heals, he has to completely shave, totally shave every hair of his body, and he has to bring the offerings, the bird offerings, in the temple. Two birds. That's the mission. But to send them outside of the city, he has to sit in isolation, quarantining outside the city. And regarding the the severeness of impurity of a Mitzaydah, they're both the same. They both have to sit outside the city, and they have the full severity of the impurity of a leper.
1: Things also, they're not allowed to be
0: intimate with their wife.
1: <laughs> but now, how do we
0: know the this? This distinction between the the mukhlah, the muskar, and the mukhlah?
1: The tallit, Rabbi Shmuel
0: Yitzchak, came in the Rav Huna, and Rabbi Shmuel used to learn this. But for the to It says in the verse, "Ratira akoyin, the koyin should purify him." Bespachasi.
1: Bespachasi.
0: It's just a mispachas. It's not. It's not. It's not a it's not a, mechay, it's not a leprosy. It's just a whitening of the skin. It's nothing. And then, but he has to dip his clothes in the mikveh and he's pure. It doesn't say he will be pure. In other words, Even
1: before he dips into the mikveh, he's
0: already pure from some of the laws. He's free from some of the laws of a that he doesn't he, he was already pure from before he, he didn't have all the restrictions of Mitzayat he didn't have to rip his clothing like a, a, a mourner he didn't have to let his hair grow not he will become pure now going forward he was already pure in some things he was already pure he didn't have the strictness of, of a complete Mitzayat Rabbi said so, According wow. to you,
1: yes,
0: always the that's the case. By Zov, we also find by a, pers- a male who has gonorrhea, we also find the same expression. It says, and the seventh day after counting seven clean days, it says he should, he should wash his clothing in the mikveh, dip his clothing in the mikveh, and go into the mikveh. And he becomes pure. How are you going to interpret the You're saying The It says, he will become pure. Instead it says v'toy. And you're saying it means that he was already pure before. How do you see that in that case? Ella, rather. toy He becomes pure oh. t- <sharp <sharp t- now, meletame.
1: Lecherez
0: behest. doesn't mean in the past. It means he's pure now. Going forward, he's pure from contaminating a klicherez behest. A clay ched is an earthenware, which is covered up. Uh, earthenware, mm-hmm. no, 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 any earthenware. Any earthenware, if you move it, if the zav moves it, it becomes impure. But after he goes to the mikveh, even if he moves, if he rattles or moves. This word where it does not become impure. As he's saying, the, the Pasuk is teaching that even though if later on he sees again, he has another uh, secretion of gonorrhea.
1: Uh. He goes to the
0: mikvah on the seventh day, and the end of the seventh day, right before, the, right before the sunset he sees again right before nightfall he sees again so now he has to start counting again another seven clean days hmm. but nevertheless you don't say that retroactively everything that he moved the earthenware that he kicked that he touched, that he caused to rattle now becomes impure say no, since he rattled it after he went in the mikvah now so it remains pure so Nami also over here, when it says "toy," it means if the Koyan decides that the who who is isolated, quarantined, to determine if he is a Mitzvah or not, and he went to the Mikveh, and the, and the Koyan looked and says he didn't see any spreading, he didn't see any of the other signs of leprosy, and he says you're pure, and he went to the Mikveh. Yeah and he went into the house which had, there were people in the house the utensils in the house and then it came roaring back the the the, the signs of leprosy came back and the Allah says that you are retroactively impure it means the kayin made a mistake you were never impure but nevertheless v'tor means that anything if you entered, when you entered the house after you went to the mikvah
1: yeah, yeah. And before
0: before it came back,
1: it remains pure.
0: Usually when a Matsida enters the house, anything that's in the house becomes impure. Just like a corpse, and a corpse is in the house. So when a leper is in the house, anything that's in the house is impure. That's why before the kayyam comes, the pastor says, empty the house before he comes. Because the moment the kayyam declares him as, as, as having leprosy, everything in the house becomes impure. So that's what Vittoria comes to teach me. So it does not come to teach me that he's pure, that he doesn't have to shave and he doesn't have to uh, render, rip his clothing. El So where do we know this from? Mehachah from here. It says, The the one who's a leper that has the leprosy, his clothes have to be rendered, he has to rip his clothing like a, like a mourner, and his head, he has to let his head grow, his hair grow. So the Titus says, only A Tsurrua Naga, only someone, someone who has been determined that he has he has leprosy. That as long as it remains in his body, he remains a leper. So he remains impure. Yatza His leprosy doesn't depend on his body, it depends on the way. He has to pass seven clean seven days and then see what happens because at the end of seven days there's no sign uh, there's no uh, spreading and there's no other sign of a leprosy then he's home free, then he's pure but it's only after he's been decided he's been, it's been determined that he's a leper then as long as the leprosy is in the body he remains, he remains um, only then does he have to does he have to render his clothing and let his
1: hyalur?
0: Now, according to you, and it says in the verse,
1: the,
0: all the days that he has the leprosy, he's impure and he has to remain in isolation. Outside of the camp, but you're going to say, "Misha tzeidat on Only someone, the same idea that only someone whose leprosy depends on his body. As long as he had it in his body, he remains impure. Only he has to be uh, um, isolated, quarantined outside of the
1: outside
0: of the camp. But the first seven days or the second seven days, when he's, when we before we determine if he's a leper, we have to decide whether he is a leper or not. Then he doesn't have to sit in isolation outside of the city. He can be in isolation and quarantine in the city. If you want to say maybe, perhaps yes. we learn the Mishnah. Our Mishnah we just learned. The only distinction is. Whether you have to render your clothing if you to rip your clothing like a mourner, or you have to let your, and let your hair grow, but everything else they're the same regarding sending them out of the camp. They have to be quarantined outside the camp. There is no difference. Or the severity of the impurity if we enter the house, anything in the house becomes impure. They're both the same. So of a responds to Abayim, "You may." If it would have just said "You may," the days that the nega that he has the nega, he has to sit in isolation outside the camp, you would be correct. Then it would tell me that only if you're already determined to have the But since it says "Call you may," all the days it comes to add, "Let aves mitzvah." Call comes to add that even Muzga, even if it's not determined yet. You just isolate in order to determine whether you are a Also, you have to quarantine outside the city walls. Mm-hmm. In fact, Mariachi, if that's the case, the call comes to add. that the Galachas in my time, Eloise. So add also that you have to shave. That when, it, when the Koyin decides you're pure, in other words, he cannot determine... He can't say that you are a and He sends you home. First, you have to be fully shaven and also offer the two birds as a sacrifice in the temple. But to bring the two birds. You send one away, you bring the other as a sacrifice. My time, why not? In the case of a musga, you don't have to shave your head. You have to bring the birds. You don't have to bring the birds. By answers, because it says in the verse, <laughs> and then you have to bring, you have to shave your head, and you have to bring birds. In other words, someone who was healed from his, seras, from his leprosy, only he has to go through this whole procedure of being fully shaven and bringing the birds to the temple. Yatsu is <laughs> there to exclude this case of the Muzgar who is not healed, he was never a in the first place. We just locked him up to determine if he's a tzeras, if he's a leper. So in that case, he does not need to shave, doesn't have to go through this whole procedure. <laughs> the next mission, um, there's no difference between the Torah scrolls and the Torah scrolls. That the holy Torah scrolls you can write in any language. It doesn't have to be doesn't have to be in Hebrew
1: yeah
0: Greek there's an argument Shimon and later says only Greek other rabbis say okay. no any language mm-hmm. means are they arguing does it mean you're allowed to read from, from a Torah scroll that's written in any other language does it mean that you fulfill the obligation of writing a Torah scroll by writing it in any other language
1: okay so that that's really
0: the commentary is discussed it says only, the only difference is it must be written in Hebrew in the Hebrew that we have our Hebrew yeah. it's only Greek not the Greek we have today the original Greek yeah. about it. it says it says regarding the laws that it has to be has to be sown with the, with the veins of the animal of a kosher yeah. animal even if it wasn't slaughtered properly but it has to be the veins of a kosher animal and also that the rabbis say that the svadrim contaminate the hand the rabbis made a decree it doesn't matter if it's written in Hebrew or written in any other way
1: You know what, this goes in the whole, whole, this continues, so we'll stop over here. Everyone have a wonderful, wonderful day.